thank you so much for tuning in to Yoga Journeys, a podcast focused on sharing and celebrating inspiring stories of transformation through the practice of yoga. I am your host, Katherine Kennedy. This podcast came about after having experienced my own transformation, growth, and healing through my yoga practice. I wanted to share these life-changing tools with others, so I became a yoga teacher after several years of training. Throughout my years of teaching and practicing, I've talked with many other practitioners and teachers and have heard so many of the same stories over and over again and wanted to create this platform for sharing those stories. I'm excited to have Bryce Carver share his story with us. Bryce became certified as a 200-hour vinyasa yoga teacher through Arcana in Portland, Maine, led by Jenny Ferrari in 2018. He has always been interested in the Eastern approach to yoga and celebrating that yoga is life, not just a physical practice. And now he is much more involved in that. His guru is Paramahansa Yogananda of the Self-Realization Fellowship. And Bryce frequents a chapel in the Denver area where the primary focus is on meditation. Bryce, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share my story. What brought you to yoga? My first introduction was actually through my mom. She used to practice yoga when I was younger. And then as I got older, I lost contact with yoga. And I got reintroduced through a couple of my friends who were yoga teachers. So I started going to their classes. And it reignited that interest I had in the practice. It took me years to actually like develop a strong enough practice and gain enough interest in yoga to really do something with it myself. And you mentioned the shift to the Eastern approach. What actually got you to make that shift? I would say I've just been through quite a few things, general life hardships. I think I've always struggled with my place in society. I'm actually gay, so that's really been big in transforming how I relate to the world and others. And I think I really struggled with that from an early age. And so that propelled me to seek out alternative means of finding healing and sparked more of an interest in things that are maybe on the fringes of society where most people might not go if they're kind of just on this like linear path in life. I think I had a lot of road bumps throughout my life because of my identity. So yeah, I really wasn't able to cope with life and find healing through maybe the same means as the average individual. I think that's kind of like what helped me to discover yoga is just needing to find answers and find like alternative healing methods. So when did you come out? So I came out in my second year of college. I was 19. I grew up in rural Maine. So yeah, I think I struggled that much more because of that because just naturally people, I think, are more closed-minded in rural areas. So I just really, like, buried my identity and wasn't able to cope with it myself. 
And then like, as I got older, I actually went to UMF, University of Maine in Farmington. And it's known to be a pretty like gay friendly college. So being there, I was able to feel at least like a little bit more comfort in being able to open up about being gay. And I actually had friends who had come out pretty soon before me. So that was definitely helpful. And were you able to start doing yoga there? Or when when did that start in comparison to when you came out? I actually started doing yoga probably about when I was like 22. So yeah, it was actually like a few years after that. I actually worked on the same-sex marriage campaign in 2012, the year that it passed and became legalized. And my boss, actually, after we had won the campaign, she moved to Portland and started working as a yoga teacher. And I didn't move there because of her. I just had this desire to live in a bigger area, to live in a city. So I ended up moving there and I started hanging out with her quite a bit. And so naturally I started going to some of her yoga classes and meeting other people in the community. And then it just really sprouted from there. And it sounds like your community has been the biggest support and the fact that it is connected to yoga is even more of a support for you too. What pieces of yoga have really helped you kind of dig deep into that identity question that you had growing up? It did start with a physical practice. It was like the movement. And I guess for me, it kind of started like I've had really big issues with anxiety and depression. And the fact that I had friends that were yoga teachers was super helpful because it got me out and it was something that I could like do in public where I, which was the cause of most of my anxiety is like being around others and being in public places. So yeah, initially it kind of started as that. I forced myself to go and in a way I kind of couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't really say no because it was just so accessible to me. I had so many friends or I had like Yeah, I had so many friends that were teachers. So from there, I would say it probably didn't really start to have a huge effect until the yoga teacher training, actually. But yeah, I I don't know. I would just say it like helped me cope with anxiety because it just being around others and being able to move with others and like being such an accepting community was like very helpful. So it felt like home to me and I felt a safe place to be. And then when I did the yoga teacher training, I did it with many individuals who are just like, super compassionate and understanding and open minded and loving. And so I was really able to, along with others, like we all had plenty of breakdowns. And uh, we were just able to let everything out and lay it all out. And we still like accepted each other through that. And I think it was like very healing for all of us. And through that, I think that helped me actually to cope with a lot of my anxiety and to overcome a lot of anxiety. And yeah, I think just continuing on with it and it definitely takes work, but I think I've seen like that the progression is like very healing. So I think I kind of just like kept at it or at least tried to throughout the years. 
because of like the amazing effects it's had on helping me just cope with life in general. And because of the way that you've been able to kind of build your toolbox and your strategies to cope with life and your anxiety and depression, is that one of the main reasons that you chose to become a yoga teacher or was it something else that kind of prompted you to go in that route? Yeah, I would say because of the healing it provided me, it was something I wanted to get into because even if I didn't become a teacher myself, like I knew that it would just be like amazing for my practice and my healing. And in becoming a teacher, I think, like I said, even if I don't actually practice as a teacher, I think I'm able to kind of spread yoga more and gaining more knowledge in the practice of yoga. Like I'm able to become more of like a conduit to spread that healing to others. So you recently moved to Colorado, is that right? Yeah. And what brought you there? So for me, I wanted like a bigger community and I also felt like Maine didn't have a strong enough gay community for me. I think one of the biggest reasons though is because I wanted kind of a balance between nature and city life. And I actually like have definitely found that here. And I was kind of struggling to find that in Maine. Like my hometown, I basically like grew up on the foot of a mountain. So I like had all the nature I wanted there, but I didn't have the connection with people. And then like living in Portland, I felt like I had the connection with people in the city life, but I didn't feel like I was able to immerse myself in nature as much as I would have liked. So yeah, I kind of just wanted to be in an area that was more of a balance between city life and contact with people and like abundance of nature and access to that. And I knew that the Denver area was pretty notorious for having both of those aspects. What specifically connected you with your guru, Paramahansa Yogananda? So I'm pretty sure it was somebody in my teacher training that posted about his most widely known book. It's called Autobiography of a Yogi. Kind of was just going through a lot of conflict in my life. I had moved back to my hometown area from Portland And I was kind of just like struggling to find myself and like where I needed to be and what I needed to be doing. And I feel like it kind of just fell into my lap. He also has a video online that's his life story and it's called Awake. And yeah, so I had watched Awake in the past and it really resonated with me and I actually found it again when I had moved back to my hometown. So I watched it again and heard about the book Autobiography of a Yogi. And so I committed myself to reading the book and the book just blew me away. It was like incredible. I had never read anything like it. And a lot of it was hard to wrap my head around and I think probably is for most individuals because it's like, a lot of it sounds kind of out there. It's like hard to believe. But I think if we open up our minds and at least try and like give things that sound too good to be true a chance, sometimes they can actually prove us wrong and 
prove that they have truth within them. So yeah, from there, after reading the book, it just totally opened me up to Yogananda and his beliefs and ideas and teachings. And I was just thirsty to learn more. So even though I was kind of skeptical at first, I dived into his teachings and just wanted to know more. And from there, it just really blossomed. I mean, in moving to Denver, I was able to find a chapel of his. So yeah, that's been really helpful. I think in Maine, there there isn't a chapel. So in being in a bigger area, yeah, I was just able to connect with a community that practiced his teachings and were just as interested in learning more about his teachings as I am. Based on your experiences overall, what would you share with someone who has never done yoga before and is interested in starting? I would say, first and foremost, it takes time and patience. It's one of those things that's pretty frustrating in the beginning because you're not going to be good at it. And that's just natural. But that's kind of the story of most things in life. You need to just keep working at it. And then eventually it will just click with you. I think first with the physical practice, like I said, I dabbled in it throughout the years, but I never really stuck with it. And then Eventually, I had the opportunities where I had friends who were teachers. So that helped me progress more and sparked my interest in going to more classes. And I think it took at least a year or two to actually get to a place where it felt like the physical practice of yoga, what I was doing, actually clicked. And it it was kind of just aha moments all of a sudden where I could feel that my body felt like it was in the right position when I was doing certain poses. Whereas in the past, I just felt very like awkward and all over the place with it. And yeah, I think that's what's intimidating about it is you're doing it in a room with other people. But we all had to start somewhere. And I think people who look like they're very advanced are typically very understanding of that because they were definitely in someone's position who's just starting out too. So I became more interested in the practice of meditation and was able to dive more into like the philosophy of yoga and the bigger picture of it. In the East, the purpose of the physical practice of yoga is actually to prepare one for meditation. Poses help one to stretch out and filter out negative energy from both the body and mind in order for one to attain a state of inner calm. So meditation is invaluable because it further calms our scattered troubled minds and it can assist us in gaining a strong sense of inner peace and heightened awareness to carry into our waking lives. Also meditation has been proven to reduce feelings of stress, anxiety and depression, which is surely a practice we can all benefit from. So therefore I encourage anyone interested in the health benefits of meditation to look into Yogananda's teachings and suggestions which provide universal wisdom and explanation for how to meditate at your maximum potential. 
we all kind of have to start somewhere. I think I always had an interest in that more Eastern approach to yoga and which is more like the meditation and like the philosophy about life as opposed to like the physical practice. There's no like right way and wrong way to approach yoga. Like I definitely still enjoy the physical practice. I'm not trying to downgrade the physical practice. I think it's incredible. And at times that's all I want out of yoga. So I think there's like benefits to any approach to yoga. And if you want to just do the physical practice, that in itself is like really healing and really amazing for the body. I've never felt like more flexible and healthy as I do like doing yoga. So yeah, it's been incredible. Each bit of it is amazing. And I just encourage everybody to look into all aspects of it and give it all a chance. And I think most people give up on meditation and yoga pretty often. And I just want to encourage them to keep giving it a chance. Also, like I said, there's no right way or wrong way to do anything necessarily. So just give it a shot. If you start with like guided meditations, that's how I started. I think it's amazing because to just sit there with your own mind is pretty difficult. (laughs) We have pretty scattered minds. And even now I would say I struggle every time I sit down to meditate. And I think the biggest thing I found is at first I thought it was I had to like completely clear my mind and clear everything out. But naturally, our minds are kind of meant to keep churning out thoughts and ideas. So when you sit there, just be easy with yourself. And you can even picture like clouds of thoughts going by and just picture them going over your head and passing by you. And it's just like an easy way to let things come in and go out and to continue on meditating. And there's going to be some days where you can sit there easily and it feels really peaceful. And then there's going to be other days where you sit there and the whole time you just have hundreds of thoughts going through and you feel really scattered and you feel like you didn't accomplish anything, but you just need to keep going and keep giving it a shot. And that's what it comes down to. Nothing in life that's really worth a lot is attained easily. So (laughs) finding what's right for you and just going with that. Bryce, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're always welcome to come back in the future to share more of your transformation, healing, and growth through your practice of yoga. Thank you, Catherine. I was glad to share my experience, and I hope it helped at least one individual. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to today's episode of Yoga Journeys, inspiring stories of transformation, growth, and healing. We'll have another episode ready for you soon, but until then, I hope you have a wonderful day. 